We interrupt this transmission to bring you the following live broadcast. It's Wednesday. It's 6 p.m. It's the Think So Joe Show! Oh! There's Scott. <laughs> Welcome, Scott. How are you? I'm all right. I'm. Oh, that's why you're not coming through. There we go. Okay, I figured this out. Now I should be Yay. able to. There we go. Okay, there you are. All right. <laughs> Been adjusting my board, and I, I unclicked the button that puts Skype through. <laughs> Today's show brought to you by Technical Difficulties. Yeah. What else is new? With this podcasting, uh, you know, podcasting group, and I always see people like. Oh, man, you know, I just lost this entire episode. I'm like, yeah, you guys should see what I did at Warp Tour last year. I think I make It was great for those of us heard it. Yes. I think I make everybody feel better when they uh, <laughs> when I tell them that story. Dude, did I ever tell you about the story I put our radio station, not our radio station, the radio station that I worked at, the AM radio station that I worked at, I put it off air on election day. Did you really? Dude, serious. Um, I think it's 2004 or eight. I don't recall which I, um, the day of the election. So like before any election turns came in, because I, my show was from like 11 to noon. Um, I spilled a, 16 ounce glass of water on the board. <laughs> water and mixing we, boards do not mix all day long. Yeah, that that's a bad combination. Yeah, yeah. I um I, I had like this really it, it might have even been a 22 ounce glass of water, but I had like, like this big ass glass of water from Hard Rock Cafe. Um or a big ass glass from Hard Rock Cafe, I should say. I'm sure it was a beer glass, but I used it as my water glass. Right. And uh I just I turned and I tapped it and it and, and it made the, the, this really funny sound. It, it went like, bink, and then like, <laughs> and we were just, the board didn't work for the remainder of the day. Fortunately, we got it back online at like 7 or 8 o'clock at night. So we were able to do election returns. But um, it was a it was a bad omen, I think. So that's, and just, so you're off air. There's nothing going through on the station. Anybody looking for you can't find you. Correct. All right. Wonderful. Yeah. And now that, of course, was a commercial radio station on Election Day, which is a big day, very valuable. Commercial prices were higher than usual. And uh, yeah, I fucked up really bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, now, now I feel better about the uh, whole Warp Tour fiasco. <laughs> See? I, and, and I'm sure that there's somebody that screwed up worse than I did. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, and Laura says she wants her life back. I keep reminding her that she is not required to listen to this show. Uh, no, she's not, but I am glad that she does. You know, it, 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 I love the fact that this show week in and week out has an international following. I, I think this might be the only show that does that except for, of course, you know, Corey comments on, um, but, um, Corey hasn't, Corey's not as, uh, regular about doing a show as you are. I know a few weeks ago I had asked you to, uh, to co-host cause Karina was sick. And you were unavailable, so I got I got Ryan uh, from the Struggle Is Real long name Buffalo Music Podcast. Uh, he uh, he jumped in and, and helped, and you were like, "Dude, if you if you can't find anybody else, 
I will host with you because you cannot take a week off. And then, right. the, then the following week, I took a week off. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's because nobody here was feeling well enough to do a show. I was sneezing. She was coughing. It's like, no, we can't do that. <laughs> we'll give Laura the week off and she can have her life back as she uh, so uh, asks for. Uh, right. She, she wants to know if well, you... I believe that she has a life, though. I mean, is, you know, is a washed up Home Alone 5 actor really, you know, living the life? That's that's a that's a fair question. Uh, she wants to know if you knew uh, that you can listen to all WNY on your Alexa by saying Alexa, play all WNY radio on TuneIn. Uh, not only did I know that, I'm pretty sure that we have commercials that run regularly that states that. <laughs> I'm sure that's probably where she heard it. So, yeah, you can also do that with your Google Play. You, uh, I, I'm not going to do it because I have one in here, uh, but. But uh, you do your uh, keyword for your Google, and you ask it to play uh, all WNY, uh, and it'll it'll play our station. On TuneIn, yeah, yeah, pretty we, cool. We we often do that before the show just to kind of have some music in here because Karina will drop in the stu- drop into the studio about an hour before she needs to, and I'm like, I got work to do. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I um I I do that actually several times a day just to make sure that the right thing is playing, and you know, um. Or, or just because I like to listen to local music. So, yeah, I, I, on a very regular basis, I use that. I am in the process of transitioning, by the way. I, I might have mentioned this to you, or maybe not. Um, but I am in the process of, of transitioning from Amazon to Google. Um, just because I thought it best to go with one universe over another, you know. And, uh, and I have to have Google Play Music. I have to pay for Google Pay Play Music. Um so I think I'm just going to do that and let all of my Amazon stuff fade away. I That's why I use the Googles. I have two of them in my house. I use them because I have the Google Play Music and I like having the uh, ability to listen to local bands, which you can't get on the Amazon Unlimited uh, right. for, for the most part. You know, and uh, the, only thing, the only thing that I wish, um, you know, the, the Amazon Dot has a, a, an auxiliary out on it. I wish that the... Uh, that the Google Home did, but it doesn't. Uh, I believe Google uh, is their next series of uh, of homes is going to have like a way to connect to uh, external speakers. Well, they had you know the the Google Chromecast audio, which was basically just a Bluetooth dongle, right? Um, but they stopped making it for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, you can actually, uh, from my understanding, you could get them cheap. I was actually considering getting one because I constantly use the Google Music uh, with the Google Dot, and or not the Dot, but the uh, Google Home Mini that I have. I have two of them. Uh, I do also have my Alexa in the bathroom, and I have one, uh, I have my Kindle is plugged in next to my bed, and that's my, uh, I use that as a Google, as a Amazon show, or Echo show, right, or whatever you, know. you call it. So that's a, you know, that's a nice thing to have, but, uh, you know, it would be nice to just have to have one command cause it does get confusing. It does. And then, you know, so like I've, I've always used, I had been using Amazon basically at home and at the office, but then I use Google in the car because the Alexa app on the phone isn't all that. And it's just, yeah. So I decided, you know what, I'm just, I'm going to pick one universe. Some people like DC, some people like Marvel. I'm going with Google. <laughs> Google's releasing a new uh, video game system, uh, is my I understanding. Saw yeah. about that. It's a cloud-based system. Everything is in the controller that you need cool. to play these games. 
And that is, I think that's really awesome. And, and that might be like a, a game changer in the video game industry. No pun intended, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, by the way, welcome to spring. It is now officially spring. It is. Yes. It's nice outside too. I was just out there. I uh, had a just good because the heat's. I don't have heat in my office for some reason. I've been trying to. I, I've been like, I've been trying to keep up with my child support. And last week, I you know I went to go send a check. I realized I had no uh, stamps. So by right. the time I finally got out and got stamps, it's like okay, well you know the mail's already come today, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna send it out tomorrow. And then the next day, I didn't get up until after the mail came. And then that continued happening. So I finally. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do this right now. I'm going to send two weeks of child support. So I wrote a check and I threw it in the mailbox. And when I went out there, I'm like, man, you know, it's nice out here. I wish I could stay out here, but no, I got a show to do. Right. <laughs> and then a book to record and then a bunch of other stuff to record. Cause you know, God forbid I get a book and not get a bunch of other stuff at the same time. Right. Yeah. I'm having similar issues. They're not bad issues, mind you, but I, I was, I was really, really kind of slow, so I took some lower-paying gigs that I wouldn't normally take. Right. Um, but I, well, not lower-paying, but like per word, lower-paying. And uh, and as soon as I took those, I get swamped with all these other things. I'm like, all right. Apparently, we're busy. And then I'm helping out at the hotel um, because surrenders away, and uh, so basically they're down two people right now. So I'm working two nights a week at the hotel and it's like, all right, apparently I just wasn't supposed to have a social life, but it's okay. I don't need a social life. I was asked to do that and I had to say no. And I felt awful because like when I needed a job, you know, our, your, our boss there, Suk, he was, he was like, yeah, I got you, you know, and, and let me come back. Uh, and so when he called and he's like, listen, you know, this happened and I need you like, uh, like I can't. Right. I really can't. Like, I got, I got to finish this thing. I really can't take 13 hours out of my day to travel to Niagara Falls and, and babysit the hotel and come back. He says, well, maybe you should move back to Niagara Falls. I said, Suki, you sound like my mother. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to do that. <laughs> and my mom. Yeah, I told, I told him I could work two days a week. So he's like, all right, we're doing the schedule. Uh, two days or three? I'm like, two, Suk. I can only do two. <laughs> We've had this problem before. Yeah, and that's uh, if I recall, that's uh, one of the major reasons why you left in the first place. Right. Yeah. Had, had they just scheduled me two days all along, I could have made that work. But two turned into three, which turned into four, which you know hurt my real job. And it's like, all right, I, I make a lot more money at my real job, guys. And then the funny thing about it is, and, and I'm sure you get this, um, people, a lot of people cannot comprehend the fact that what we do for a living is actually a job. Um, I was talking to my neighbor uh, recently and they're like, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, so this is what I'm doing. They're like, but what are you doing for money? And I'm like, this is, this is what I do. This is my job. <laughs> and they're like, I don't understand. I'm like, people pay me to say words out loud. That's what I, that's what I get paid to do. That's my job. So like, you know, the, the whole time at the hotel, um, Rob kept going, yeah, but you're making more money. I'm like, no, Rob, I'm making less money. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, whatever it is you're paying me here, I could make a lot more doing what I like to do. So, like, I'm here to help you, but understand that, that you're not helping me. I'm helping you. And, that, and that's right where I was, where it was like, okay, I, I'm, I, I like making steady money and knowing I'm going to have X amount of dollars by the end of the week. I like right. that. I do. And I, I, I miss that sometimes, but I'm going to make more money overall 
sitting at home, sitting in a booth, reading out loud into right. a microphone. Yeah. Like that that's where my money is. And yeah, I can make it, I can make in two hours here what I make in eight hours at the hotel. Exactly. And I got I got a buddy who uh he works at Tops over there by the hotel. He's worked there for 30 years. Well, you know, for Tops in general, because that Tops hasn't been there for 30 years, but or maybe it has at this point. I don't know. But anyway, uh, and he's always, oh, yeah, you know, you, you don't have a job. You you just, you know, you sit around the house all day. You never leave the house. And I'm like, dude, I, I make more money than you. Right. Like, I, I you've been working for the same job, for thir- same entry-level job for 30 years. I'm sure you're making a, a decent amount of money there and all for, for 30 years of service, but... I'm pretty sure I'm probably making more than you. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can't tell me you're, you're you're trying to compare your, you know, job that you got out of high school with my job that you know I do from my house where I still make money. And you're you're absolutely right. People do, just can't grasp the concept of you don't work for somebody else, and you're making money. Right. Yeah. Have you done your taxes yet? Have not. <laughs> Me either. I was supposed to have everything to my accountant last week and that didn't happen. Yeah, I got a I got a I got a friend who's a tax person and I'll probably go to her, but <laughs> that's probably something I should start worrying about. Probably. But so I heard I heard we have the show coming up this weekend. Well, yeah, I was going to segue into that, but hey, yeah, we have that show coming up. Uh, something about 13 years of all Western New York radio. Yeah. You, you realize Scott, that that means I've known you for 13 years. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're, that's about where we're at. I, I think I met you. Uh, well, I, I first started talking to you, I think just after you launched all WNY, uh, right. you launched all WNY radio. I happened to be in a band at the time. I'm like, Hey, cool. We could get airplay. <laughs> and, right. uh, sure enough, you know, that we showed, I'm sure we became MySpace friends. You're absolutely right. And MySpace has lost, uh, what was it? Everything from like 2002 to like 2015 or something like that. I, I, You know what surprised me about that? To learn that they still had all that stuff from 2002, because I thought when they rebranded and relaunched that they wiped all that stuff. If I would have known it was still there, I would have logged in. Yeah, I, I've logged in. I've I've got pictures off of there and stuff, but... I've never been able to get to the music from from uh, when I was in Think So Brain. Right. Which is, for the most part, not a big deal because everything on there, you know, I've got on my phone. Except, right. except uh, we did, from one of our earliest practices, we had a song called Burning the Bush. And we did a remix of it that had, we, we took one of the practice takes of it, uh, not the studio take. And we remixed it with uh, clips of George W. Bush. Okay. And just, just you know, stupid stuff like, uh, you know, you fool me, you can't get fooled again. And, uh, you know, put food on your family and nuclear power pants. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> we just, we just, you know, which my friend Heather got really mad at me about because that was actually her idea that I stole. But... Uh, well, you know, whatever works. You know, I found the clip and I put it in the song and we put it up on MySpace. And as far as I know, unless anybody else has a copy of this, it's gone. It is now yeah. absolutely gone with this revelation that MySpace has lost all this content. 
Yeah, like I said, I I thought I thought they lost it years ago, so I'm I, I'm not nearly as devastated as some people might be. <laughs> yeah, I, I figured they lost it years ago, but there was always that hope because if you go on there, and I don't know if that's true now, now that they've admitted that they've lost all this, uh, but if you if you went on there, you could go to the band page and it lists the tracks, just nothing plays when you click play. Right. So it was just like, man, you know, I I really hope this is on here so I can, you know, in some way, shape, or form, try to salvage this track. But no, it's it's gone. And I I shared that article yesterday or, or the day before and had a bunch of uh, fellow fellow local artists say, oh man, you know, we uh, these songs are all gone now. Right. And like you know, significant artists who who are uh, you know still very prominent, like uh, Josiah, who plays in a bunch of bands, and. Uh, Gus, who is uh, currently in At the Helm, but was in Dirty Smile and was at in Wave the Flag and all kinds of other projects, he lost a bunch of stuff too. It is like, man, you know, at least I'm not the only one. I only lost like one stupid little novelty song, you know. It is it is funny to see a lot of the bands that were around, you know, when we first started, are still around in some way or another, or at least the band members are in different bands, and it's it's really neat that 13 years later they're still the same people hustling. Yeah, I had no idea uh, when I first uh, first booked or first saw Wave the Flag. I had no idea that Dennis uh, was in the Magic Tones. And that just brought, you know, hearing that name just brought me way back. <laughs> oh, yeah. All WNY shows back in Maggie's and, and all WNY house parties, they'd show up with spatulas with their names written on them and stuff. <laughs> Ser- all right. So every time Karina posts a picture of her cookies with spatulas, I'm like, oh, it's Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> and the two of them are very good friends so you know she know. knows all about that she was in the magic tone her, her sister was on the magic tones album or something like that i don't know. i did not know that yeah 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 we huh. got a we got a copy of a magic tone cd here and every time karina and i are sitting in the dining room she happens to want to listen to that she's like hey did you know allison's on this like yeah i i do because you've told me <laughs> You did a recording for somebody recently, didn't you? Uh, what have I done recently? I mean, I've done Yellow Sauce's stuff. Did no, it wasn't a recording. Didn't you, you you sang at a show last week in like Rochester or something? I did. Yes, that's right. I was. Uh, it was uh, uh, supposed to be a Green Jello show, uh, but Green Jello canceled. So all the rest of the bands decided, hey, we're gonna we'll go to this band's practice space and we'll we'll just have a show. I uh, and. I got to sing with half of Nuclear Winter. Uh, they, their, their singer and bassist uh, decided not to go. And I found out, I found out after the fact that uh, Joe from Nuclear Winter, who uh, won a shit ton of awards, uh, the last All WNY awards, uh, he actually had uh, cut open his leg the night oh. before playing for Green Jello. And that's why he ended up not going to this show, which it was it was a lot of fun. And I got to sing uh, uh, Creeping Death by Metallica with them. So that was, uh, you know, it was like, hey, I haven't done this in a long time. And then after I did it, I'm like, how the hell did I do that for 45 minutes a night? Right. <laughs> you know, And I'm like, I, well, I, I got a book to read. I hope I'm OK to read this book when I get home. <laughs> well, in braids, Laura's Laura's been posting pictures of you. Yes, yes, the braids back in the day, back at those Maggie shows all the time with the braids. <laughs> yeah. 
In fact, that, yeah, we, start, that, we started from the bottom, Joe, but now we're here. Yes. Uh, the photo that Laura keeps sharing of me with braids uh, was taken by our, our dear friend, Christine. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that was a, that was a photo shoot uh, that I did with her. I see that she just got a, a her own studio, so I'm happy to, happy about that. Everybody's getting their own studio, and I'm working out of a closet. <laughs> well, yeah. I came out of the closet years ago, so. Right. <laughs> that's, uh, I like my studio. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's my home away from home. Right. That's, that's another thing my buddy that works at Tops is always, like, ripping out. Oh, you, studio? You mean the closet? Like, yeah, but I'm sitting in here. It's covered in studio foam. It's got a microphone and a monitor and a keyboard and a mouse, and... I record things that make me money in here, so it's a booth. Right. Well, and, and so you, one of the voiceover groups that I'm on on Facebook, you know, most people's booths are just a closet. Yeah, and that's uh, <laughs> it's a great way to it's a great way to start. And if you can get it to a point where you can do professional work out of it, perfect. Right. Yeah, it's just like your your very own whisper room in a closet. Basically, yeah. Eventually, I mean, my goal eventually is I want to buy a house with a two-car garage and build a whisper room in the garage. Right. And then have, like, all the extra room for, like, you know, other shit that I work on, like T-shirts and the green screen stuff and uh, a place to put my projector permanently so I'm not having to tear it down after I watch something. <laughs> right. Um. So I got my green screen up, by the way. Um. I, uh... I think that the last time you were here was for the awards and I could never get the screen to come back down. Right. And so I just basically put the green screen where that screen is. So it's my, my, my green screen is 10 feet wide and however the hell long the ceiling is. Um, and it's just, it's there. It used, it used to be a movie screen. Now it's a green screen. And I've seen some, and, I, I saw some of your early green screen work and was giving you some tips and I haven't seen anything since. So <laughs> you know what? Legit. I've just been too busy to play with it. I, I finally got it to the point where like, um, I got all the lighting right and you know, it's, it's, it's pretty easy to just, you know, one touch chroma key. I know exactly what the codes are. Um, but since I got everything to where I want it, basically, um, I haven't had a chance to play with it. I, I even built my own, um, um, shoot, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, display. Ah. Uh, like a, where like, the a words, like a background? Where the words come up. A back? No, no, where the, where the words come up. Teleprompter. Thank you. Yes. I could not think of that. All right. Yeah, I, 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 I built my own teleprompter out of a, out of a Kindle and, uh, some foam board and, you know, duct tape and <laughs> I'm using my GoPro as a camera. Um, and honestly, like it, it looks great. It works great. But ever since then, I just have not had time to work on it. I'm either recording or editing. Um, and if I'm not doing one of those two things, I'm sleeping. Yeah. That sounds like my life right about now. Uh, I yeah. actually, I have like a DSLR camera, so I've got the, uh, the hot shoe on the top. So I have a little, uh, clip that goes on top of there that I can clip a cell phone in. And that's what I'm using for a teleprompter. So <laughs> whatever works. It, it works. Yeah. Whatever works. I, I, I saw a thing on YouTube, you know, how to build your own teleprompter. And so I dude, I love YouTube for being able to learn stuff. 
Yeah, I've watched a bunch of those. I, I talk about that all the time, how to, you know, like how great it is to have YouTube. Somebody posted a thing the other day, right? And it says, you know, real men don't have Xboxes. They have tackle boxes and, uh, and something else. I don't know, uh, toolboxes, right? And I said, well, you know, here's the thing is I have an Xbox and on my Xbox, I have YouTube where I can go to learn how to build anything I, I damn well please. Right. So yeah, I, I don't have an Xbox or a tackle box, so I don't know what that says about me. <laughs> Do you have a toolbox at least? Um, I actually have a couple different toolboxes. Okay, then. I got a computer. That's what I need. That's my toolbox. For everything, all my work that I do, I need the computer. <laughs> Where do you put your tools? I mean, I, surely you have, you know, screwdrivers and hammers and whatnot. I just draw for those. Oh, no, my, mine are in I a also, box. I also live with Karina, who does own toolboxes and lots of tools. So, <laughs> geez, what's that say? <laughs> but anyway, this Saturday night is the all WNY 13th anniversary party. We've kind of gotten off track there. We were talking about that. <laughs> oh, right. And uh, we've got some great bands coming in. Actually, here when I went to that thing in Rochester uh, that you uh, referenced, I we were trying to figure out what door we were supposed to go in. And we went to, we saw like there were three cars there uh, that all had Poison the Prophet stickers on them. And then we went over to this door that had a Poison the Prophet sticker on it, and there's this band playing. And I don't know if it was Poison the Prophet, but I can only assume it was. And they're right. playing uh, this uh, the anniversary show on sa on Saturday. Now, I've never seen them. Uh, Karina has right. seen them. She, uh, they opened for Soulfly, and she's been all about them ever since. And so she plays them all the time. So I, I'm familiar with their work. I, I think they're a great band, and I'm looking forward to seeing them. And I think they fit really well with Kennedy Carpool. Uh, who are also on this show on Saturday. La cool. Laura would like to wish us a, a, a happy uh, holidays. <laughs> uh, well, let's see. There was uh, St. Patrick's Day. I think the next the next holiday is Easter, right? I don't think there's another holiday in between. That sounds about right. I was at the uh, Sabres game on St. Patrick's Day. Decided to. Um, I was here at the office. I decided. I decided, well, I bought two tickets and then Karina didn't feel like going and nobody else was available. So I'm like, all right, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to keep these two tickets, but I'm going to use the uh, in-app upgrade. Uh, I saw that. Yeah. So I upgraded to, uh, I got uh, row, uh, row 12 in section 116. So I had a pretty good view of things. Very nice. I, um... I I did not make it to a single game this year, uh, and apparently I'm not going to. <laughs> so maybe next year they'll be better. There's a few games left, and I'm intending to go to the last two against Nashville and against Columbus. In fact, uh, I just got an email from SeatGeek while we were on the air uh, saying, hey, don't forget your, your tickets to uh, Buffalo and Columbus. Yeah, I'm already planning on going because... Well, oh no, not it's not Columbus. It's uh Columbus is on a Sunday. It's Ottawa is the last game. So I'm not planning on going to that uh Columbus game, but I am going to the Ottawa game and the Nashville game because hockey. Gotta get it in while I can, I guess, because we're not getting playoff yeah. games. Don't you have a friend from Nashville that comes up for games? Uh she doesn't come up. She came up for one game. 
Uh, yeah. It was Buffalo and uh, Carolina we saw here. Um, she kind of invited herself. And, uh, you know, we were, you know, it was one of those things where it was like, you know, we went on a date in Columbus to a Sabres game. So she came up here. We went on another date to a Sabres game and we went to, uh, what was that pizza plant or whatever that is down the street from the arena there uh, uh, where, where they have the pods, right? Yep. And, uh, but the day she invited, the day she came up, I also had a tattoo appointment. So we had to rush right out of the arena, get home, get to, cause I was going with my neighbor. Cause she also had a, an appointment with the same tattoo artist. Uh, right. so yeah, that, that didn't go so well, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I find uh, dating people in other states to be problematic. Yeah, well, you know, we're still friends. We still uh, talk hockey. I uh, had commented in the uh, in the board hockey fan group the other day that uh, I get I still get emails uh, and phone calls from the Columbus Blue Jackets to this day. Like, hey, wh- what's your affiliation with the Blue Jackets? Like, um, well, I came up there to watch you guys lose four nothing to Buffalo. Right. <laughs> And they're like, oh, well, you know, if you ever need tickets, you just give us a call. Like, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> you know, and, and, cool. and you know, the, the girl from Nashville, she goes, again? Or, or still? Like, yeah, still. <laughs> like, literally, they called me a week ago. Huh. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I see the Blue Jackets quite often. I think I saw them again this season. <laughs> it's one of, It's always one of the cheaper games, I think. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. Like right now, we could be uh, instead of instead of sitting here on the air, we could be at uh, at Key Bank Center, and we could be watching them play the uh, Maple Leafs in a half an hour. Yeah, you know, sadly, sadly though, we have to do this. Our our fans need us. We have to do this we, because there's a show coming up that we have to promote. Right, and also I think we're both pretty busy with work. So <laughs> yeah, there's that too. And then I I got to work at the hotel tonight. So oh, great, wonderful. Yeah, I've, I've completely revised my sleep schedule just to make that make sense. So, you know, now I basically get up at noon and I'm up till five, um, it, which makes the 11 to sevens at the hotel much easier. Right. I, <laughs> I do not miss those 11 to sevens. Um, I don't mind them. You know, it, it's it's eight hours of pay for an hour of work. Uh, and I watch supernatural on my computer whatever works yeah so uh, we've got some what do you say we play one what do we say we play one of the songs from one of these bands and then we talk a little bit more about the uh the anniversary show on the other side this is a little bit of an older tune from tokyo monsters uh who are playing this saturday at stamps as part of the all wny 13th anniversary show uh, and they've been really cool to us the last couple of years, too. So we're, we're really proud to have them on this show. Uh, and this is a song called Headspace on all WNY. Think so, Joe Show.
Tokyo Monsters on all WNY Think So Joe show. I'll tell you what, I think we have a much, much better lineup than a couple of other shows that have just recently been announced. Yeah? Yeah, let, let's talk about uh, the... Kerfuffle? What's that? Are you thinking Kerfuffle? No, I was thinking Lollapalooza and Woodstock. Uh, see, now, I, I like I like the Woodstock lineup. I was look I was just looking at Kerfuffle a little bit ago because that was announced today. Uh, I I and, haven't seen uh, that yet, so I'm I'm obviously old because I literally knew none of the bands. <laughs> literally there are seven there are seven bands on the lineup. Walk the Moon, The Head and the Heart, Catfish and the Bottlemen, Bishop Briggs, Atlas Genius, Houses, and Matt Mason. I know none of them. Uh the head and the heart is also on the Woodstock lineup, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're playing uh, day one, Friday, August 16. I, I get that people like a lot of these artists, but for me, there's only a handful of them that I would even pay more than five bucks to see. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like Jay-Z being one of them and Santana being the other. And then everybody else is just like, eh, <laughs> maybe the racket tours. All right, so there's there's two Woodstocks. So let's make sure we're talking about the right one here. The 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 Jay Z Woodstock, um, I would totally see Jay Z. Um, Miley Cyrus is on that lineup. I couldn't care less about her. Um, the Killers, I would love to see the Killers. Um, who else was on that? The Black Keys, yeah. Chance the Rapper. I'd, I I don't know that I'd pay full price to see Chance the Rapper, but I'll definitely see him as part of a lineup. Um, yeah, I, I was generally pleased with the Woodstock lineup. I think, I think it plays well. I like when, uh, you know, I, I, I like when these festivals mix, you know, a, a variety of genres all, all in the same place. Uh, Santana, the Lumineers, the Raconteurs, Robert Plant, um, Nathaniel Rateliff, uh, and the Night Sweats. Let's see who else. There, there, there was a whole bunch that I was like, Ooh, I'd like to see that. Oh, <clears throat> apparently Bishop Briggs is also on, uh, that lineup. Um, but yeah, I, I I think that there's definitely some shows there that I would see. Uh, that said, I'm not going. Uh, and at the price that I that's rumored to be what it's going to cost, I uh, am certainly not going. <laughs> I heard it's going to be like 500 for the whole weekend. Now, Lala, I mean, go ahead. Obviously, obviously, $500 is steep, but considering the number of bands you get to see in three days, that's not bad. Sure. I don't know. Again, I, I don't, there's nobody on there I want to see really other than like Santana and Jay-Z. Um, right. Now Lollapalooza is uh, the first four bands listed on this flyer. Ariana Grande, Childish Gambino, 21 Pilots, The Strokes. Like, okay, so this is going to be another one of those, like whatever you like, there's probably something for you. Right. Uh, apparently, unless you like heavy bands or punk bands because literally out of the entire rest of it that I've kind of glanced over here, uh, I want to see Tenacious D and that's probably about it. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm always amazed when I see bands playing, you know, shows and I'm like, Oh, they're still a thing. For example, Lollapalooza death cab for cutie. I didn't know they were still a thing. Yeah. I see uh, Slash featuring Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators. I, I don't. I'm not a fan of Miles Kennedy. 
Perry Farrell's Kind Heaven Orchestra. I don't know how that relates to anything else Perry Farrell's done. So that doesn't really interest me much. You know, it's there's nothing on any of these shows. Like the one show that I really was like, it's worth the money was the uh, Warp Tour 25th anniversary in Atlantic City. But that's right. sold, that sold out before I ever had a chance to like have the money to buy tickets. Right. And, you know, we got we got friends that are going, so we would have been able to find a ride and everything. So. <laughs> but. I see Rapids just announced uh, Mariana's Trench the other day. I've, I'm familiar with the name, but I don't know the band. <laughs> no, I'm familiar with the name, and I know that a whole bunch of people that I know are really excited about it, but I have no idea what they're about. Yeah, I have no idea either. So uh, I don't know if you guys like that band. They're coming to Rapids. Cool. That- <laughs> Meanwhile, on Saturday... Uh, Tokyo Monsters, which of course we've done uh, a few different shows with. Yeah. Kennedy Carpool, which we've also done a few different shows with. Mm-hmm. And then, so you're excited about Poison the Prophet and Iron Soul? I am. Uh, Iron Soul's singer uh, was our vocalist of the year for the All WNY Awards. Cool. So I'm I'm really looking forward to that because uh, I haven't seen them before. I haven't seen Poison the Prophet. Of course, I've 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 known Kennedy Carpool for years. We actually met on all WNY. Right. Uh, because in the in the show that previously occupied this time slot, they were uh, frequent collaborators. Cool. And then we all kind of uh, fell out with the individual running that show around the same time. <laughs> Just a coincidence, apparently. But uh, these yeah. things happen. These things happen. And uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know what I'm excited about. I'm excited about picking up the spare batteries and charger for my GoPro, which have been at stamps since the black and heart ball. Um, apparently I forgot them there. Ah, uh, the black and heart ball where we decided to, uh, we had 144 red balloons, but only decided to inflate 99 of them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I just hope stamps lets me back in. I'm not entirely sure if they're going to, we'll see. That was a, that was a rough night for you. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're going to have to because you're working my door, aren't you? <laughs> uh, I Apparently so, yes. <laughs> and I will try to actually stay at the door most of the night. Because <laughs> I, I understand that I did not last time. Uh, you did not. That is correct. I, I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to stand here and, and make sure nobody takes the money out of this open uh, cash box. <laughs> I appreciate you having my back. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> I know you. You were uh, you were having a rough uh, go of it at the time. So <laughs> yeah, I um I I don't remember leaving stamps. I don't remember getting home. <laughs> I remember. Uh, I I told you before you left. You took a you took an Uber. I know that much. I told you before you left, dude. Just shoot me a message when you get home. Did I? No. <laughs> you didn't and i i woke up the next day i'm like i wonder if scott got home okay and karina's like yeah he did I'm like oh okay at least one of us knows <laughs> yeah yeah no i i um i ubered there on purpose because i i i knew i was gonna make a go of it so yeah yeah <laughs> oh well i've been mostly sober since then I've been sober since uh, one of our last Good Bar shows. 
You know, as it is an all Western New York show, I I will likely have a beer or two, but um, yeah, not, uh, uh, I will, I will be much more tame than I was the last one. That's for damn sure. So if anybody listening to this has never been to an all WNY event, uh, particularly the ones that I put on, if you've never been to one, they are not concerts. They are parties disguised as concerts. Definitely. Yeah. They're, they're, they're parties with live music. Exactly. And yeah. so, so, you know, a couple of, we did New Year's, uh, we, we packed that we had, uh, black and gold balloons all over the place and, uh, you brought party favors. So I still got my, uh, little fedora thing. It's, it's in the studio behind me somewhere here. Um, but, uh, and, and just, you know, and then you could buy cookies and everything at, at all of our, uh, all of my all WNY events. Right. Um, so, you know, just have this party atmosphere. And then uh, the black and hard ball, we we had 99 red balloons all over the place. Uh, I've been I've been trying to uh, match the colors on the flyers. Right. Which actually, maybe I should have got uh, white balloons instead of black balloons for this one coming up. But that's another story. Well, you know, you, you do have a keen attention to detail, without a doubt. I suppose I do. But uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time on Sunday or Saturday. It's also going to be a good time on Sunday because we're going to go see the interrupters at Town, Ro- Town Ballroom. But uh, yeah, great time on Saturday <laughs> with all these great bands uh, from from Western all over Western New York. Even uh, we got Poison the Prophet. They're out from Rochester, which I know we've had that debate before over <laughs> if that qualifies or not. But uh, no, I've I've always said Rochester counts. It's 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 the things on the other side of Rochester that I didn't gotcha. count. But then you're like, no, this is what Western New York is. I'm like, all right, whatever, I don't care. These are the counties according to Wikipedia, and this is where I play music from. <laughs> it's your it's your show, man. Just do your thing. <laughs> it's funny because I just got in the mail uh, some uh, these kids from uh, Houston. I got a couple of their CDs. I'm I'm friends of one of their teachers. Okay. So she sent me, uh, you know, she sent me a message the other day. She said, hey, if I wanted to send you some of their stuff, you know, where can I send it? And also, uh, if I were to send more than one, do you have anybody you could give the other one to? Like, yeah, you know, I, I absolutely could. I probably won't play them on my show uh, unless we were to book them here. Uh, right. But, but, you know, I got a buddy who plays, you know, bands from all over the world, and I'll make sure he gets it. So I'm going to, uh, next time I see Nick Lucido, I have to... Uh, Actually, uh, I'll give it to him to pass along to Carl, because it's Carl's show that plays all the... Right. <laughs> Thursday. Did I see that you could win a date with Carl or something like that? I did not see that, so... <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure Nick is running a win a date with Carl contest or something crazy. That, uh, that would be interesting. Yeah. I will, I will we'll have to look into that, I guess. <laughs> If not, if not, he should, because clearly I've been thinking about it. <laughs> I don't know how that would work, but that would be interesting. I don't know how Carl does his show, so. I'm trying to see if I can find anything about this. And uh, I know his birthday was uh, back in January 15th, apparently, same day as Nick's. What a coincidence. I, uh, yeah, I'm looking for the skeleton closet here and <laughs> I, I haven't heard anything about this win a date with Carl thing. 
I know Ryan on the Struggle is Real was giving away some uh, all WNY anniversary show tickets. Cool. And in fact, I have some of those that I was supposed to give away a couple of weeks ago and never did. Uh, hold on. It's a free photo op with Carl. Ah, gotcha. Which is kind of like a date. Right. Might as well be. I actually just saw Carl the other day. He's looking good. Uh, you know, Carl used to live here, and um, I don't miss Carl. Because <laughs> I would be doing my thing, and I would look over, and there'd be a skeleton. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I, ju I just saw him the other day. He's looking good. Apparently, he's living with Nick now. That makes much more sense than him living here, because I never fed him. I never did anything. I mean, he, what, just, he just sat there. What what would a skeleton eat? I don't even know. Souls. I guess. Which obviously, which obviously I didn't have to worry about because I'm a ginger and I was born without one. But. Right. Right. I need to give away this ticket from a few weeks ago. <laughs> February, February 27th, we created a poll and said, have you been to a local show yet this year? And that one voter from the winning side would win tickets to the all WNY 13th anniversary show. Uh, and uh, the winning side was, yes, I have uh, won 18 to 11. And I have not given away the uh, tickets yet. So that's that's probably something I should do right now. I think that's a good idea. All right, we're going to generate. Can you pick a number? No, I got one here. I got number eight, randomly generated at random.org. So if I go down the list, I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Joe Lamoureux wins everything <laughs> from the uh, from uh, nuclear winner and the dreadnecks. Right. He had, This is like his third win on this show. <laughs> I'll contact him afterwards and see if he's going to take them. So... <laughs> It's always good to give tickets to people who who will use them. Yes, exactly. You know, a few weeks ago we had a giveaway and uh, Rosie won. Excellent. And then she didn't use them. Oh, no. I'm like, what the shit, cuz? <laughs> yeah, she, uh, yeah. Ro Rosie did, uh, was on our show not too long ago and surprised us. Uh, they announced that on May 4th uh, at Stamps, they're putting on uh, Stamping Out MS, a tribute to Karina DeFabio. Yeah, yeah. They were actually going to announce that at the award show, but then uh, obviously we didn't have the award show. That is, that's what she told us. She said that... Uh, she, yeah, she's, she's been working on that for a while. She said that they had, uh, that they planned on doing that, but since that didn't happen, she... Told Karina she had Billy Draws to no, she had patchwork theater news and came into the studio and surprised us with the uh flyer for the Stamping Out MS benefit, uh, which has Janie Crash and the Tall Men, XM Priory, Billy Draws 2, Yellow Sauce, Poison and Prose, and the Toy Box Brigade. And that's gonna be an excellent show. And I have something going on at that show that nobody knows about. Really? I do. And it's been, I, I know if Eric's listening right now, it is bugging the hell out of him because he's 
Every time I've commented, he's like, you have something going on at this show that not even the organizers know about. And I've, I've stated publicly on, on the p- podcast here that it is not a wedding proposal. Do not go to stamps expecting me to pop the question or have a ring or any of that shit. All right. So that's not happening. Huh. That had not even occurred to me. That was the first thing that Brian asked. Cause, cause when I mentioned it, Brian was like, Oh, you proposing? It's like, uh, no, you should know that of all people. You're the one that told us we're not allowed to get married. <laughs> Uh, but no, no, it's it's definitely not a proposal, but I am involved in this show in some way, shape, or form. So if you want to know what it is, you have to be there May 4th at Stamps. And I will uh, be pushing that a lot more on social media following the uh, anniversary show this weekend, because right now i got to promote the anniversary show. And then I don't have a show until July. No, June. June is my next booked date. <laughs> so you'll have to go to Ryan's shows if you want all WNY shows. Ryan has a show before the anniversary show, doesn't he? Isn't there a show the 22nd? Uh, maybe. Let's find out. It's the not the Festivus show, the... Uh... Uh, let's see. Trying to find out. <laughs> Trying to find if he's got anything here. If he does, he's promoting it less than I'm promoting the anniversary show, which says a lot. I'm fairly certain that there is a show on the 22nd. You know what? I think you might be right. I think he mentioned it when he guest hosted the podcast a couple of weeks ago. Yes, Infringement Fest Invades the Hawk. There it is. I see it. I've found it. So that's with a, a very decent with a very decent lineup. Absolutely. Look at this. Shannon Vanderland, The Scarecrow Show, Grace Stumberg, The Baby Machines, Disraeli, Passed Out, and Kelly Vellucci. And uh I would go for the Scarecrow Show and Grace Stumberg alone let alone all these other great artists he's got on this show. And it's only five bucks. Eight, Seven acts, five bucks. How do you beat that? 18 plus ID required, doors at eight, music at nine. You can't beat that. That's a good, that's a good no. value. Absolutely. It's all sorts of good local music. Absolutely. Did I ever tell you when I, the first time I ever met Great Stumberg was, uh, uh, there's a place around the corner from me. It's called Dog Ears Books and it's connected to Kaz Cafe or Kaz Coffee rather. And I went in there the one day, uh, and there was this guy playing music and, um, I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but I, I know my mom knew the guy. Uh, so I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to stick around and watch this guy. And, you know, I texted my mom afterwards. Like, hey mom, I just, I just saw this guy playing, but. Uh, before he finished playing, he invited the, uh, girl that was working behind the counter there to come up and play a song. And this girl uh, comes, comes up, plays a song. And it's, it turns out it's Grace Stumberg <laughs> who is, funny. yeah, who is like Buffalo music royalty. Right. And, uh, she was actually at my last, uh, tutor show. She, uh, her, uh, 
Grace Logan, Megan Brown, just all kinds of Buffalo music royalty. Just Scotty Harrington walked in the door that night. I was like, holy crap, I wonder if these bands have any idea, like, who's out in this crowd watching them play tonight, <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah, I know, uh, I know Tony's got a new band, too, speaking of Scotty. Yeah, I, uh... I haven't kept up with that. Like I was, it was nice to see Scotty at, at Tudor and I kind of sat down next to him. I was like, man, isn't it nice to see all these bands that we paved the way for? <laughs> right. Yeah. I, um, I caught Tony's band at, uh, Nietzsche's, I don't know, a couple months ago and I had no idea they were playing. Um, but, uh, walked in, got a drink, sat down and I'm like, Tony, He's like, hey, what are you doing here? I'm like, I just came to listen to some music. So they were really good. Excellent. Uh, Nietzsche's had all sorts of electrical issues that night, though. It was a very odd night. Huh. I hate electrical issues. <laughs> yeah. I usually run into Tony and Scotty and Heather and Dan and that whole crew um, on St. Patrick's Day. I normally run into them at you know at some point during the day, but uh, I did not this year because I I stayed here in words. <laughs> I uh, I worded and then I went to the Sabers game and then I came home and worded some more. Sabers game was a lot of fun though. It was, it was a very exciting game. Lots of uh, lots that of hitting. Cool. And- that was the shootout, right? Lots of hitting in the third period, and then the shootout, and I mean that place was electric. A lot of people left before the end of the third, but when the you know, it was still loud in that building, which is incredible because there's no like they're not eliminated yet, but there is no way this team's making the playoffs. Yeah, definitely not, and 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 I don't want them to. They don't deserve to. No, absolutely not. But it was it was very loud in that building. It was it was probably one of the loudest uh, games I've been to, and I had been to games during the streak. I've been to playoff games. I, you know, so that says a lot. But uh, you know, it, it, when O'Reilly had that last shot in the shootout, just everybody was booing him. There was a guy guy in the crowd, and he has a sign, and it says uh, uh, O'Reilly. Uh, form uh, O'Reilly double minor for charging Tim Hortons, which of course is a reference. If anybody doesn't get it, to uh, Ryan O'Reilly when he first signed with the Sabers, crashed his car into a Tim Hortons in Canada. Yeah. And I speaking of, uh, speaking of Tim Hortons, <laughs> how are you Dude, doing on roll up the rim? Well, roll up the rim is done. So, like, um, at least three of the five Tim Hortons that I that I go to on a semi regular basis are out of rolly rims. Um, I did I did poorly, Joe. <laughs> I was uh, following your progress because you were posting cup after cup after cup of please play again. Yeah, um, I don't even remember. Hold on, I'll I'll tell you in a second what I ended up at. <laughs> I, I know it was a it was a pretty abysmal record. Um, I was at seven for fifty four. Right, and it, were they all coffee, or did you win anything else? Uh, five of them were coffee, two donuts. Okay. Tops is now doing Monopoly again, and they're doing without a board, so everything is instant win as far as I 
uh, am aware, and I, I actually have a couple of tickets in my coat that I have not opened, and I think I will do that during the song break. <laughs> I've never gotten into the Tops Monopoly, but I do like the McDonald's Monopoly. I liked the McDonald's Monopoly when I ate at McDonald's. Right. And now I haven't, I don't eat at McDonald's, and there's there's part of me that's like looking at this Uber Eats app and like, ooh, I could get McDonald's here in half an hour. But then it's like, ah, I don't want to pay that much money to eat that gross food. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, um, I'm currently not eating McDonald's because I'm currently not eating meat. So my diet has been frustrating and interesting. I would imagine so. Yeah, I, um, I, I'm definitely a carnivore. Um, but I decided to give up meat for Lent. And um, earlier today, I was very angry at everyone and everything. Um, and I think it was mostly because I was hungry. And I, I have, by the way, been hungry for about two weeks now. Uh, and I will probably remain hungry for about three more weeks. Um, because, yeah, this not eating meat thing is bullshit. Uh, I don't know what the hell I was thinking. <laughs> All right. Well. You can come see Angry Scott this Saturday night at all WNY's 13th anniversary party. Uh, don't don't taunt him with meat or anything, please. Uh, and you can also see this band. They're called Iron Soul, and this song is called Survive on all WNY. Think so, Joe Show.
Iron Soul on old WNY. Think so, Joe Show. Helps if I turn my microphone on before I try to talk. I, uh, and you want people to hear you, yes. Yes, right, exactly. Uh, I just uh, just opened up these Tops Monopoly things. I want a free game of bowling. Buy one, get one free at bowling for, through bowling.com. Cool. And apparently I'm an instant winner of two free Tops Monopoly game tickets. So, yay? Go you. <laughs> I guess. All right. Huh. So, um, we, we were talking about me not eating meat, right? Yes. Because I'm talking to a friend the other day. And uh, she's like, hey, there's like, there's like all these restaurants we need to try. And I'm like, that's awesome. Can we wait like a month? Um, because... I'm sure they all have great salads, but I feel like I'd get a little more out of it in a month. And uh, so that's that's just part of the not eating meat frustration. Then, in addition, I'm going through uh, press releases for all Western New York, and I get a press release from Spring Lake Winery, um, which is a winery in Niagara County. And uh, they're having their fourth annual spiked Easter egg hunt Saturday, April 20th, 2019. Now, that sounds like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Basically a drunken Easter egg hunt, right? $15 admission includes the hunt and one glass of wine. I couldn't care less about the wine, but whatever. Um, register and choose your register and choose your hunt time slot featuring uh, a DJ, specialty drinks, beers, beer and shots, beer pong, lawn games, and $5 cheeseburgers and hot dogs. And I'm like, sweet. And then I realize it's the day before Easter. Great. <laughs> so I can't eat cheeseburgers or the hot dogs which sound incredible right now right yeah uh laura tells me that you say no more beards allowed on all wny radio uh that would be problematic that would be very problematic since half of your staff has them (laughs) at least half um (laughs) who doesn't that's a good question i don't think anybody uh i think we all do yeah So I did actually try to um, shave the beard. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so I have this white patch. Um, now, for anyone who doesn't know me, I have the, uh, the the standard, you know, guy goatee that like 984% of males have right now. Um, and uh, But I have this little white patch in it that drives me nuts. So I'm like, you know what? Can't deal with it anymore. I'm going to shave it. Um, did that for like three or four days. And I'm like, oh, right. I remember why I don't shave. I can't shave for shit. Um, <laughs> I, I like went through 400 band-aids in the course of a few days. Jeez. Um, so, yeah. So I'm, I'm back to just dealing with the white patch. See, I'm subscribed to, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, dollar shave club, right? So every four weeks, oh, I love dollar shave club. every four weeks, I get four, four brand new, uh, razor cartridges in the mail. The problem is I, I don't go through them. <laughs> I don't either. You know, do you know you can do every other month? Yeah, I've I've done that in the past. Um yeah. but yeah, I um yeah, so I'm I'm like I have six right now that are unused. Right. Yeah, I do the Dollar Shave Club too, because I mean obviously I shave the rest of my face. I, I just don't shave basically around my mouth because like I had too many nooks and crannies or whatever, and so I I just cut the shit out of myself. So um I stopped shaving, you know. I, like a decade ago. Um, but yeah, I've got that white patch and it was driving me nuts. And I'm like, all right, so we'll do the shaving thing. And, and first of all, I looked weird to myself. I'm like, all right, I look bizarre. 
Um, but I'm like, I can deal with that, but I could not deal with the constant. I couldn't deal with the blood loss. <laughs> yeah. I, I only shave if I have somewhere to go. And since yeah. I work at home and it's been winter, that's pretty rare. Um, so maybe a month ago or so, somehow while shaving, completely sober, and uh, I, I don't take drugs, so I was, you know, completely in my mind. I cut my ear. <laughs> How did you manage to do that? Dude, I have no idea. No clue whatsoever. I don't think I've ever managed to cut my own ear shaving. I've had I've had barbers cut my ear while cutting my hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I cut my ear shaving. And I cut it bad, too. And I'm like, what the hell? I, I have no idea how. Well, there you go. That's how clumsy my boss at all WNY is. He cuts his own ear while shaving his face. I, I do. I am incredibly clumsy. That's uh, that, you know, I, uh. I've had relationships end because I was clumsy. So apparently Laura is talking to you while I'm talking to you because she says that another order from you is that everyone must have a permed mullet. Uh, yeah, so I, I meant to tell you about this. Um, starting next month, a after the anniversary, we're changing our name from All Western New York Radio to Joe Dirt Radio. All right. And, uh, and yeah, we're we're all gonna have mullets, and um, we're um, we're only gonna play ZZ Top from now on. Gotcha. So just uh, so you know, because uh, because you're totally paying for us to play ZZ Top. <laughs> oh yeah, you know I, I I well I just I figure we probably won't get caught or something. Yeah right. Yeah, I I've, I'm pretty sure I've told you on a few different occasions. I've I've looked into ways for us to play licensed music. Um, I, one night I spent like six hours looking into a variety of different ways that we could license music and, uh, it's just so damn expensive. Oh yeah. I, we cannot. Yeah. It's thousands of dollars a month to do that apparently. So yeah, I, I've looked into that myself. So, cause I, you know, we, we used to have, you know, back when we were using live 365, they handled the licensing. Um, and I think Live th Live 365 costs us like 100 bucks a month. But the reason we switched from Live 365 to the service we use now is because Live 365 basically shut down a couple of years ago because licensing got so expensive. Now they have since restarted, um, but licensing is still ungodly expensive. Um, so it's it's just it's cost prohibitive. But uh, back when we were back, basically back before I took the station back from Corey. Um, we used Live 365 for years, and so we were licensed to be allowed to play cover songs or, you know, we could play anything we wanted, actually. Um, but it included, you know, us being able to play cover songs. So we used to have, like, a, a regular bit, you know, like, 8 o'clock on Tuesdays or something like that. It was just all cover music. Mm -hmm. And it was really cool because I like cover songs. You know, I, I don't like cover bands, but I really enjoy when I go to, you know, when I go to a show and a, and a band plays a, a cover song and they do it in their own style and they really own it, um, I enjoy the heck out of that. And I really wish that we could do something like that, but um, I just, it's not in the budget. And I, and I don't see that it's ever going to be in the budget. Uh, understandably so, because that's a, that's a very expensive uh, license to get. Um, yeah. If you guys also like 
bands that do covers in their own style. The Scarecrow Show's playing Friday night. Ah, see what I did? Uh-huh. Uh, they're great. And also XM Priory is playing May 4th. Yeah. Those are a couple of bands that do uh, really good covers in their own style. So do we have an April show? We don't have an April show, we do don't we? This, have... this is our April show. Uh, this is basically our April show. I don't have anything else booked until June. Uh, I think Karina's working on something, but I don't know the date of it off the top of my head. You know, what? she she did tell me something, and she asked if it could be an all Western New York show, and I don't remember what it was. It was a, it's an I, all. I, I always think it's funny. She she presents this plan to me, and she's like, "Can this be an all Western New York show?" And I'm like, "Yeah." It, it, but, she's it, she's working on the all Western New York homecoming. Yes, and I don't I don't remember what the date she was looking for for that was. I don't remember either. Um, and I need to I need to find out soon because obviously I got to find a new dress. Right. So I can't I can't be homecoming queen without a new dress. Right. You can't keep wearing that one that uh, Laura keeps sharing on Twitter. Right. Which I don't even think I ended up wearing. I think that was just one that I tried on in the store. <laughs> yeah, she, uh, I she. I can only imagine what other people must make of some of our conversations. I am. I am clearly a cross-dressing alcoholic, <laughs> simply based simply based on the conversation that we've had this evening. This is. Uh, uh, this may or may not be true. I, I've known you for thirteen years, so. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's kind of. I, I I always imagine you know what what people take from these things. And especially because you're not always on this show so like they know what they know what to expect with me they don't know what to expect with you right and you know what half the time i don't know what to expect with me so there you go uh, one time you won't know one time you won't know what to expect from me is may 4th keep that in mind you need to be there it's gotta ha- right. everybody's gotta be there everybody listening you need to be there big surprise from joe that is not an an engagement. And those are the only two hints you're getting between now and May 4th. So, All right. <laughs> just, I'm going to start really pushing it on social media after the uh, anniversary show. So. <laughs> but, yes, it's going to be a good show. Hey, so uh, Tim Allen is in the news today. What did he do? Tim Allen demands to use the N-word. Oh, great. <laughs> Uh, comedian and actor Tim Allen is in a spot of bother. He wants, uh, he told Tampa Bay Times that he should be able to say the N-word as much as he likes. He's quoted as saying, if I have no intent, if I show no intent, if I clearly am not a racist, then how can the N-word be bad coming out of my mouth? And uh, he added that he feels that the N-word is worse than actually, or, or the phrase the N-word is worse than using the N-word. And African-American commentators politely but firmly disagreed. Uh, They said, here's a general rule of thumb to follow when using the N-word for white people. This is from uh, Michael Eric Dyson of MSNBC. He says, I hope this is I hope this this advice isn't more than just one word, because the general rule of advice should be don't. Well, the the uh, general rule of thumb to follow for using the N-word for white people is never. Yeah, all right. That's that works too. Yeah, that's that's the word he uh, that's the word he used. But you're absolutely right. I agree one hundred percent. I don't know what Tim Allen's thinking. 
I mean, Espe- look, especially so with a family-friendly movie coming out in June or July or whatever. I just watched the Toy Story four trailer earlier today. Right. If Tim Allen wants to use it, you know, go right ahead. Just understand that people people aren't going to hear me like, oh, this is clearly not a racist. Right. No. If he uses the word, like, if he uses the word, intent or not. Right. It's not a word you use. Yeah, no. Ah, uh, well. So know. why so I why does he want to use it? I I have no idea. I didn't get that far into the article. I was just like this idiot wants to he wants to use the N-word? Like why? What what does he need to use it for? Uh, yeah, I don't I just don't see anything good coming of that, period. Yeah, I, I don't know. Huh. All right. And it, it, there's no uh, context as to why he wants to use it, at least not in this article uh, that I'm reading here. But other than just that quote that he had, uh, but uh, to the Tampa Bay Times or whatever. But like, seriously, why? 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 Why is that a thing? Why? Why would you need to use that word? There aren't a lot of words that I don't use. But that's one of them. That is one of them for me as well. Uh, The the only time that I've used that word is somebody's paying me to read a book and it's in context. And it's clearly that it's clearly like I'm reading this word because that's what's in this book. (laughs) If, If you are doing the audio book for Tom Sawyer. Okay. If you're an actor being paid to say the word as part of a script. Okay. Otherwise, I cannot think of a good reason to say it. <laughs> exactly. No, and that, and that's exactly it. That, that's my justification of like, yes, I can do this because this is a, you know, the, the, the book was uh, selected writings of Marcus Garvey. So it's like, okay, like if he's, you know... I'm reading his words. This is not Wait a minute. me. How the fuck are you reading a book, uh, and selective writings of Mark? Like, how did you get that job? Uh, I through the same guy that always buy, uh, always has me do books. I'm doing a World War II book for him right now. <laughs> World War II, I can see. Marcus Garvey, I'm not. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've, I've done lots of uh, kind of stuff like that for him, so... Uh, but, right. but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's Marcus Garvey's words. It's not my words. I'm just reading them. That's what's in the book. I'm getting paid to do this. I have no, you know, intent here. And it's clear that I have no intent here because I'm getting paid to do this. Right. I, I was, you know, this is what the guy's paying me to read. And this is what's in the book, but I'm not going to, there was another guy once asked me, uh, he wanted me to do an intro for his podcast. And he says, you know, and it's, it's got that word in it. And I said, no, man, I'm not, I'm not comfortable. Like, like, like that's, you know, there's a a fine line between like, you know, I'm, I'm doing this because it's in a book and it's historical value or whatever, you know what I mean? And like, I'm saying this because you're doing a podcast you know, and, and you want yeah, it in no, your, I, like, I, I totally get that. So, you know, we, we've talked before, I've got these clients that I, I collectively refer to them as the Royals. I've got three different channels that I voice, um, about the Royal family. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
so their scripts are mostly news based, but some of them are very tabloidy. Um, and oftentimes the headline will not match the script at all. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and there have been a few headlines that I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not saying that. And uh, they did not. They didn't understand. Um, I'm like, you can have you can have the written headline be whatever you want it to be. But I'm not saying that out loud specifically. Um, you know, there will be. And again, we're talking tabloidy stuff here, like stuff about like miscarriages or cancer. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not saying someone had a miscarriage when they didn't. That's just that's really bad fucking karma. And mm. I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of went round and round on that. For, and I thought I was going to lose them as clients. Um, but I fortunately did not. Um, but I was like, there, there are very few things I won't say, but I'm not going to say that somebody has cancer when they don't. Cause that's, that's horrible. Absolutely. Yeah. I absolutely agree with you on that one. I, I would have, uh, stated, uh, I, I would have uh, presented my opinion on that as well. If, uh, if that came to me now, like other stuff that like, I know is not fact-based, like I feel like a heel doing it. But at the same time, I like paying my bills and eating food. Right. Um, so I'm like, all right, you know, I, I, I can, I can deal with being, you know, tabloidy and saying bullshit, but not there, there's just some things that I can't do. And that was yeah. So that that's one of the few times I've ever told a client that like, sorry, I'm, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Um, although I, I did I, actually, we were talking before we went on air about this script that I'm doing. That's where I, I, I wrote to my client explaining to him how horrible the script was and that like if he gives me another script like this i'm going to start charging him by, by the word most of my clients i charge a flat fee um you know i don't i don't count the words as long as it's reasonable it's you know x price um but i i said i said this script is hor-. i said dude this script is horrible it's super long and whoever wrote or edited needs to learn english I did that with a regular client, a regular client a couple of weeks ago. He uh, sent me a script and I said, dude, w- what are you doing with this script? Like, I- I'm used to good scripts from you. What is with this? Like, there's there's uh, wrong information. There's poorly written uh, uh, portions of the script. Like, y- you need to talk to your guy, man. Like, w- what are you doing? Right. And he, oh, man, uh, you know, I'm sorry. I'll make sure it doesn't happen again. And so, um Hopefully, uh, hopefully he'll stay on that and, <laughs> you know, make sure it doesn't happen again. It's, it's my, it's one of my wrestling clients. So it's like, I know what you mean to say here, but you know, if I'm looking at something and I have to be like, wait, okay, I know that happened, but I don't think this part here happened. And I have to like, look it up and make sure that I'm right. It's like, that's just, you're just adding time to my, uh, <laughs> you know. Right, my, my record time here. Yeah, because you know, with with poorly written scripts, I will basically fix them on the fly. Sure, I um, do that too. Unless they're really bad, in which case I literally read them word for word. And um, and and I feel bad because I'm like, this script is horrible, but uh, apparently this is what we're gonna have to do. I I did that uh, not too long ago. I had a client send me a script and there was barely any punctuation in it. So I did my best to read it exactly as it was written. Uh, so like, Oh, you're not gonna put commas in there. I'm not going to put pauses in there. 
Right. And so I'm just taking deep breaths and just running through the script. And he, he sends it back to me. And he says, man, you know, you, uh, you, you read this way too fast. And I'm like, all right, fine. I'll do it right. <laughs> you know? But it's just like, I did it uh, to kind of just be like, you know, this is what you sent me. Right. I've done before because I still charge by the word for the most part, but I've done before where, you know, people would try and take advantage of, you know, they'll send 300 words and pay for 200 and I'll be like, okay. And I'll stop after 200 words. <laughs> right. Like, where's the rest of my script? I don't know. Where's the rest of my money? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Most of most of my clients, you know, it I it's just it's a flat rate per script, you know, a standard script would be you know seven hundred words as long as it hovers around there, it's eight bucks, you know, or you know, different clients is different rates, but, um, you know, then they'll they'll sneak in one every once in a while that's like twelve hundred words, and I'll be like, hey, that one's a little long, but this this last one that I did, I did not do a word count on it. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, a, a normal script takes me six or seven minutes to read. This is 28 minutes. Yeah, I, I did. So it. I, haven't, I, I haven't edited it yet. So it'll probably edit down to like 23, 24, something like that. Um, but you can't pay me $8 for 20, 28 minutes worth of work. <laughs> yeah. I did a 35 minute script earlier and that was 80 bucks. So <laughs> otherwise I'll just get a job at a hotel. I'm going to make 16 bucks an hour. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, uh, I'm in the middle of 197,000 uh, word audio book. And I, I cut him a little bit of a break just to make it easier on me. Right. Cause it's like, okay, well, you know, like, cause I, I quoted him and he's like, well, can we do it in four installments? I'm like, you know what? Let's just make it this price every 10 days. You, and uh, I, it's been awesome because he's been paying me as soon as the invoices go out. Right. And I set them for like, you have 10 days to pay these. He's paying them immediately. So it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. I, got, I got 700 bucks in my pocket right now. You know, like, but, you know, Not a bad deal. I, I can pay rent and buy groceries. Yay. Exactly. And of course, and of course, like I said, every time I get one of these big ones is when I get, uh, you know, all the rest of my clients at once. Yeah. Like, like hey, you got this hundred ninety-seven thousand word voiceover to do. Here's like two hundred bucks worth of work immediately, like one right after another in the inbox. <laughs> okay, yeah. cool. So I've been doing scripts for Hewlett Packard lately, and um, really? they're funny because they're ordering through Fiverr. Yeah. Um. And so I'm, I'm sure it's a an ad agency of some sort ordering on their behalf. Um, but every single one that they've ordered, they've needed in 24 hours. Now, this is like a series of like, um, they're basically explainer videos on like how to operate different equipment. Sure. Um, I'm sure I'm sure it'll end up on like a, a HP help website or something, right? Mm -hmm. um, but like, I charge extra if you want it a day. And like, and I told him like, dude, just give me two today. And then starting tomorrow, like you won't need to add the, cause like I do try to save, actively try to save my clients money. Um, and he's like, no, this is fine. We'll do it this way. I'm like, all right. If, if you, if you want to pay extra 
for every script, that's fine. Um, and like the best, the best thing about this is they're paying full rate, um, which the vast majority of my clients do not pay full rate. So I'm basically making like 150 bucks an hour off of Hewlett Packard. Nice. Yeah. I, I've um, done, uh, I did an article on board hockey fan, uh, about a company called Nextiva, uh, who are the official communications providers of the Buffalo Sabres. If you're watching the game right now and you look behind Carter Hutton, there's two ads in the two ads behind him, uh, behind the goal line. One is for Nextiva, who I did that article for. And then later, uh, completely unrelated to the article, got an order on Fiverr for a voiceover for them. Uh, and I'm also doing, uh, on the opposite side of, of uh, Carter Hutton there, you can see the Duntire ad. I'm doing a voiceover for Duntire right now. Really? Yeah, I'm doing their, uh, I'm redoing their phone system. Did you lay that locally or through Fiverr? Uh, my buddy works there and he contacted gotcha. some people there and uh, they got a hold of me and, uh, you know, they're, they're getting a pretty sweet deal on a, <laughs> on a pretty uh, reasonably priced... Uh, IVR system there. Cool. Those are nice. Those are easy. <clears throat> I like those. Absolutely. All right. Let's get into some more music here uh, from the all WNY 13th anniversary show coming up. Uh, geez, play counts on this, on this uh, poison, the profit. I got them up on Google play music. There's uh, one song. They got 34 plays, 35 plays, 31 plays. I'm going to play the one that's only got eight plays though. <laughs> Because that, All right. let, let's do that. This is Poison the Prophet. Uh, and this song called The Last Divide on All WNY. Think so, Joe Show. Send me where you 
right, Poison the Prophet on old WNY, think so, Joe Show. I'm back. I don't know cool. if Scott's back. There's Scott. Hi. All right. Hi. <laughs> All right. I'm just doing my thing. You know how I do. I do. So um, have you ever looked at your photo on Skype? Uh, no. <laughs> you, to- you totally have that, like, deer in headlights look going. Oh, I totally do. You know, this yeah. is a, this is not my usual Skype account. I was signed into, uh, I usually use the Board Wrestling Fan account. And right. I signed in, and I'm looking through my contacts. I'm like, I don't have Scott on here. I'm like, he must be on my personal account. And so I switched over and like, oh, yeah, there he is. <laughs> I never, I never use this Skype. I very seldom use Skype, period. Um, but uh, I, I have it. I, and you know what? I, I use it mostly for like chat messages. I, I have a few clients that like, that's how they choose to communicate with me. Um, but I, I, I have it in, I have it in case we ever want to interview someone via Skype. Um, and we even have like a Skype phone number, although I don't know what it is. It's around here somewhere. <laughs> um, where like people can call in. Um, but I, like I said, don't really use it. I, uh, yeah, I, I have the board wrestling fan Skype, which, uh, has a phone number attached to it. Uh, but we haven't done a show since December. So <laughs> actually it's got my, uh, no, I don't have a phone number attached to it. I have, I have a phone number through Google voice for board wrestling fan. Uh, right. But we used to we used to call out through Skype because we're all on the Skype anyway. Uh, you know, every every single one of us was on the call through Skype itself. And if we had guests, we would call them or they would, you know, call in. They would we'd figure something out. I just had uh, the other day a memory in my Facebook come up of uh, an interview we did with this uh, tag team called the Ugly Ducklings that cost me like 17 bucks to do the interview. Because I had credit in my Skype, and I thought I was subscribed, and it used up all my credit. I wasn't subscribed, so I had to buy more credit and subscribe to continue the interview. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so the interview ended up costing me like seventeen dollars. But they were the, they were the most fun dudes that you could possibly have on a show. And I've been trying to get our local uh, independent wrestling outfit out here uh, to book them ever since. But uh, they still have yet to do so. What's going on in the world of wrestling? Well, WrestleMania is coming up in uh, just a couple of weeks. Uh, April 7th, as a matter of fact. So right now we're uh, firmly on what they call the road to WrestleMania. There's actually a WWE show uh, this Sunday night in Buffalo. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's a SmackDown Live house show, but I'm going to be at Town Ballroom for the Interrupters, so I think I made the, just, better, made the better choice. Just a house show, though. Just a house show. So it's a non-televised live event, uh, which are usually a lot more fun than the TV shows, honestly. <laughs> um, I've been to a few WWE events. Um, I want to say maybe three or four, one of which was, I think it was Raw. And that was an actual raw show, right? And then the other, then the other three were just house shows. I've always had a good time. Yeah, they're they're a good t- they're they're a lot of fun, especially the house shows. Sometimes you go to a Monday Night Raw or SmackDown or something that's just, you know, like just a terrible episode. 
And I, I've been to a few of those, you know. Yeah. But I've never had a bad time at a house show. So if anybody's, you know, looking for something to do on a Sunday night and, you know, wrestling fan or not, go check out the WWE show if you're not uh, already going to the Interrupters show at, at Town Ballroom. I'm very excited for this Interrupters show. My buddy Brandon, uh, he's seen him a few times on this tour already. Uh, right. I was just, just saw him in New York last weekend. And added me to an Interrupters fan group on Facebook. So everybody on there has been sharing their videos from all the different shows on the tour. And, you know, hey, how many times have you seen the band? This is going to be my fourth time. And then I'm going to uh, hopefully see him again this summer when they come to Darien Lake with 311. Which I hate Darien Lake for concerts. I have never been to Darien Lake for a concert. I hate them. The last one I went to besides Warp Tour was uh, Blink-182. Right. Uh, we Brian and I had seats, and we're sitting directly behind somebody who's got their phone up, taking video through the whole show. So it's like, yay, I paid for these seats so I could sit here and watch the show through your phone the whole time. Great. <laughs> you know? Um, but, uh, you know, I've already talked to Karina about going to this 311 show, and she said... I don't mind lawn seats. Let's let's get tickets if we can. And uh, I tried to get pre-sale tickets yesterday, but then I found out that it was um, uh, it was the Citibank uh, Mastercard uh, pre-sale. So you okay. have to have a City credit card to buy the pre-sale. So like, okay, huh. I, I guess I can't do that because I've only got Capital One credit cards. Right. Oh well, I guess I'll wait till Thursday's pre-sale. But the, the, the it was ten bucks cheaper through the city pre-sale. So now I'm like have to, I, I'm wondering if I should just wait and see if it comes up on Groupon. Right. Cause I always see these Groupon shows for 20, 25 bucks, you know, Darien Lake shows. So I'd really, you know, I'm going to go to this show regardless. Right. So I don't know if I want to buy the tickets as soon as they go on sale, which will be uh, tomorrow with the other pre-sale codes. Or if I want to wait and see if they show up on Groupon. Because I know what's going to happen is if I wait, they're not going to show up on Groupon. If I buy them, they're going to show up on Groupon. Of course. <laughs> it's, the way it, it's the way it goes. Um, you can probably get Groupon tickets to Ted Nugent, which is coming to the uh, Riv. I saw that. I saw that uh, was announced this morning. Yeah, so there's that. I uh, I looked at Karina. I said, "Man, you know, it's a, he's fallen pretty far because he's playing at the Riv now." Yeah, I actually just went to a show at the Riv last week. Um, me and my uh, buddy Rick Cohen, uh, the guy that owns the Transit Drive-in, we went to see Talus last week, um, yeah. which was actually a shit ton of fun. Um, I knew two songs; they were both covers. Um. I'm pretty sure I was literally the youngest person there. <laughs> um, but it was a really great show. Yeah, we, uh, I felt like the oldest person at uh, a couple of those Blink-182 shows I've been to. But uh, <laughs> uh, Casey Middlestad just scored on the power play in the uh, Sabres game. So it's currently one nothing Buffalo for those of you that are listening to us instead of watching the game. Go Sabres. Yes, go Sabres. I'm trying to do my little tweet thing that I usually do when they say we're scoring <laughs> while we're on the air here. But I'm also watching right. on my phone, so I have to do it on the computer. 
So the talent show was cool. It was um, they did one set, but it was two hours long. Basically, when they when they would have taken breaks, um, they basically just had a solo. So like, you know, uh, Billy Sheehan, who's their guitar player, um, who was just a fan fucking tastic guitar player by the sure. way, um, he would play like a 15 minute guitar solo and everybody else would go off and get water or eat or change or whatever. And then they'd all come back on. So like there was, there were literally no breaks. Um, and it, which I, I kind of expected an intermission somewhere. Um, so like I'm waiting for the intermission to go to the bathroom because we've gone out for beers beforehand. <laughs> and, uh, so, you know, you, you, if you drink beer, you have to go to the bathroom. Right. Um, so I'm like waiting and waiting and I'm like, all right, apparently they're just not going to do one. So uh, I go to the bathroom while I'm in the bathroom. Um, a song that I actually knew and like a lot came on. Um, Rabbits. Okay. You know, go ask Alice. Yeah. So, yeah, they played that and did a really great job with it. Um, but I'm like, hey, there's a song I know. I got to get down there. <laughs> The place was packed, though. I saw um, I saw my old neighbor. Um, I saw a couple other people I knew. It was um, it was really quite cool. And there was uh, so there's security there, right? Now, first of all, everybody's sitting, mm-hmm. which is just really weird. Um, but like we're all sitting in our seats, and at one point towards the end of the show, this guy in the uh, like one of the front rows like screams at at uh, Billy Sheehan. He's like, hey, Billy, can we stand up? He's like, yeah, everybody stand up. So then everybody stands up. So then once that happens, some people start to like go up towards the front of the stage and like security swarm the front of the stage. And like I'm waiting for them to like nightstick people because they <laughs> they were like, you cannot be up here. You go back there. So I don't know. It's kind of funny. I think you can thank my mom for that because my mom saw the uh, saw the Beach Boys there and people were like getting up and like going up to the guardrail. And my mom had front row seats and couldn't see. So she right. like called the venue to complain, I think. <laughs> and they were like, oh, okay, we'll make sure that doesn't happen again. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I, I saw your, your buddy uh, from the transit drive and I saw him in the news uh, about a week or so ago. And, uh, and unfortunately we didn't get the happy ending we wanted out of that uh, particular story. Oh yeah. So yeah, no. Um, George was a very good friend of mine. Um, George used to write for All Western New York. I used to see um, him comment all the time on a lot of your posts. Yeah, he. Um, we uh, we we go we went back quite a while. Um, he was a really good dude. I was fortunate enough to go see him in the hospital before he passed. Um, but it was really cool to see. For those of you who don't know, by the way, my my friend George Root. Um, he, uh, he died of cancer a week or so, uh, two weeks ago now. Um, and he had asked Rick Cohen, uh, who's the guy that owns the transit drive-in to try to get him before he died, a private screening of the new Godzilla movie, um, which Rick tried. And actually it was really cool to see that Godzilla community come together and try to make that happen. Um, but there just, there just wasn't enough time left, but it was really neat, um, watching Twitter, um, Godzilla for George was trending on Twitter for a while, which I thought was really, really cool. Um, but one, I didn't know there was such a huge Godzilla community, but apparently there is. And, uh, two, it was really neat to see them come together to try and make this happen. 
I had seen the uh, the article about uh, him wanting to see the film and the uh, gentleman from Transit Drive-In trying to make it happen for him. And I went on uh, I went on Twitter and I tweeted to the director of the movie and to the the movie account itself, and I said, "Hey, you know, let's make this happen." And then the very next day was uh, was uh, when George passed. So. Right. Uh, unfortunately, my effort was too little, too late, I guess. <laughs> but uh... yeah, so that uh, you know, it, it, he just didn't have enough time. When I saw, I saw him at the hospital, um, would be two weeks ago this past Sunday, and he was talking at the time. He was talking about you know hours, him having hours to live. Right. Um, he lived a couple more days after that, but uh, you know, and w- when he asked for this thing, it's like. It's a huge ask, you know, uh, just 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 actually get the movie in to be able to play um, would have been a lot of work. But uh, Rick tried, which I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I, I I saw that story and I was like, oh, man, you know, I really want this for this guy. I didn't even realize who it was like. I don't think the name like jumped out at me. I knew who he was. Uh, through, again, seeing him comment on your posts and everything. So I don't think it really hit me who it was until, you know, I saw the obituary. And, right. and I said, oh, man, like, I, okay, I know who that guy is. I, I've never met him, but I know, you know, he knew Scott, and he commented on a lot of the stuff. So I, it's a, yeah, it's a, you know, I'm sorry for your loss. And, uh, it, you know, it would have been cool if he would have been able to do it, but... Uh, Again, that was uh, definitely not enough time to uh, make it happen. Right. Yeah. So we'll just have to be happy with it being cool that he tried, I guess. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's neat. So when when the Godzilla movie does come out, which is May thirtieth, um, we're gonna have a get together at the drive-in, which should be fun. Excellent. George George was also a musician. He was in a variety of Pink Floyd cover bands, um, and. Uh, his band is apparently going to play at the drive-in that night. There's going to be some sort of a memorial service. Um, so, should be fun. That sounds like uh, it sounds like that's going to be a really good time and a really good tribute. And uh, yeah, I don't. I, you know, it. I'm hoping not to die anytime soon. <laughs> but when I do die, if a bunch of people get together and watch a Godzilla movie in my honor. I'll consider that successful. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I I had no idea that people were that into Godzilla either until I read the article. <laughs> Dude, like I, I had like even after reading that article, like I just watching it on Twitter and being like, what, like I, you you know about Trekkies, you know about Star Wars fans, you know about Lord of the Rings, and then you know different things have their have their cultures, but. It's kind of cool. Everything has a culture. I've, I've been watching, uh, while editing files lately, I've been watching the show Supernatural. Sure. And so Supernatural's in its 14th season now. I'm currently watching season five. Um, I hope to be done by the end of the year. Um, yeah. But, like, the fan base is absolutely insane. And one of the things that's really neat is that I've learned that the show is super self-aware. So the show picks on itself regularly. And one of the things they do is they like out in the open, pick on their fan base, <laughs> which is hilarious. One of the, one of the episodes I watched in the past couple of days, there was like a, a supernatural convention. And, uh, 
and it was really neat that Sam and Dean, the you know main characters from the show, accidentally got an invitation to this supernatural convention that they didn't even know existed. Um, and uh, while they were there, there was like an, an actual ghost and it, hilarity ensues. But it's just it's really funny watching them mock their fan base and still have a fan base. Right. <laughs> I think WWE's been taking cues because that's what they've been doing the last few months. <laughs> few months? How about a few decades? Well, yeah, but no, they, they've they've been really pushing it with this uh, Ronda Rousey. Like Ronda Rousey put out a video where she said, "You guys know this shit's all fake, right? Like you're you're the you're the women's champion going into WrestleMania. Why are you telling us that this is fake? Like." That's funny. And then they've had other storylines where it's like, you know, the, the, I, I, it's not going to be the character kicking your ass. It's going to be the man. Like, um, you don't have to tell us this is fake. <laughs> like, right. We, we, we're trying to escape reality here watching this shit. You know? <laughs> but uh, yeah, they've, they've been uh, really pushing that the last uh, probably three, four weeks now. So... <laughs> You know, you know what's not fake? What is not Bill fake? and Ted? Bill and Bill Ted. Bill and Ted three. I saw that this morning. I, I saw that actually just before uh, we we uh, touched base here. I was watching the uh, clip uh, with uh, with the uh, with Keanu Reeves and uh, the other guy there. <laughs> I, I was know. listening to uh, Beto O'Rourke the other day, the Democrat running for president. Mm -hmm. And listening for like five minutes, I swore to God, he sounded like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I caught the, I caught the, uh, the, the announcement today that they're uh, going to have the Bill and Ted 3 this summer. Lots of good movies coming out this year. No, no, next summer. Next summer, okay. Next, yeah, uh, yeah August of 2020. All right. Lots of good movies coming out in general over the next couple of years. <laughs> and I'm not a movie guy. Everybody knows I'm not a movie guy, but... Uh, I'm, I, I saw, I watched the Toy Story trailer today. I haven't seen it yet. I, I watched it. It's like, okay, like who's going to go to this movie with me? Cause I know Karina's not going to want to. <laughs> no, why not? Uh, she's not, she doesn't, uh, care for the Disney movies too much because she doesn't want to have the emotion that the Disney movies will bring up. Huh? So... <laughs> So I'm kind of like, who do I go see Toy Story with? Who do I go see The Lion King with? Like, you know, I can't get her to watch Up. She's like, I, I won't watch it. I refuse. I absolutely will not watch Up. And I'm like, it, it's such a good movie. Nope, not going to watch it. Huh. Yeah, Up was a really good movie. It was very good. We're sitting, there, we're sitting here the other day, and she goes, you know, I really, I, I'm surprised I'm going to say this, and I don't know why I'm saying this, but do you want to watch? And then she paused, and I'm thinking she's gonna say up, and she says UHF. And I said, yeah, I always want to watch UHF, but damn it, <laughs> I was hoping you'd say up. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get her to watch it. She 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 will not do it. So I was talking when they when they announced this Disney uh, streaming service, right? I said, good, that's my way to get her to watch Up. I'll just go in the room and I, I will just put it on. That way I don't have to go get the Blu-ray, put the Blu-ray in. And like, that way she knows I didn't go out of my way to put it on. You know, like I just put it on because I wanted to watch it. 
just because she right. happened to be sleeping right there. <laughs> Why does everything need its own streaming service, though? I'm getting kind of annoyed at this. Uh, because everybody's got to make their money somehow. So you get you get your money from like Netflix and Hulu and all that stuff. You get your money, but if you're the one charging them the ten bucks a month, you're getting all that money, right? So that's why everything's got to have its own streaming service. <laughs> what I like, what I like is when Netflix was like, "Hey, okay, you know, we know you've been paying this much, but we're gonna raise our price to this much, starting this date." And Hulu was like, "Yeah, well, we're gonna lower our price by the same amount." So it's like, cool, I could keep both. Right. I don't have to decide. I, I'm still paying the same amount. But I, yeah, I'm interested in the Disney streaming service. I uh, There's definitely some movies out there that I like that I don't own that I would like to watch. Right. So uh, that would be fun. And, and now, especially, they own Fox and they own Marvel and they own all this other stuff. So uh, I actually got a warning last night or, or a legal notice last night. Uh, I went to go put on The Simpsons on FX Now, uh, the right. one uh, one of the many Fox apps, and it says, uh, you know, starting such and such date, Disney owns this company, and you know it might affect your viewing, but probably not. And you know, literally all the Simpsons episodes except for the Michael Jackson episode now are are up there. They pulled that one. It's like, okay, sure, whatever. If that's what you guys got to do, that's what you got to do. At least I own it on DVD somewhere. Right. <laughs> you know? All right. So the all WNY uh, 13th anniversary show is coming up this Saturday night at Stamps. And it features music from all the bands we've played here tonight, including Tokyo Monsters, Iron Soul, Poison the Prophet, and our dear friends in Kennedy Carpool, who recently uh, released their EP, Flintwater. And you can get that literally... Anywhere you can stream music, including Napster, if you can believe that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they, they've been Speaking plugging. Things that were hard to believe they still exist. Yeah, Napster is still around. It is a uh, paid streaming service. Uh, so it, it is what it, it... It's funny because it's, it's basically gone full circle. It was like, this is the future of how you're going to get music. But everybody's right. like, you're, but you're doing it wrong. And then it's like, okay, but, you know, okay, we'll start charging uh, for, for you know, copyrighted music. Like, okay, but you're still doing it wrong. And then iTunes came along and was like, this is how you do it, dude. <laughs> you know? Right. And then Google came along or Spotify, which, you know, Spotify came along and they're like, okay, but what if we did this? And Napster's like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. We got it. <laughs> you know? Right. Uh, which is funny because I've been seeing a lot of stuff about uh, how little artists are actually making on Spotify and, and Google Play Music Plays. Right. It's like six one thousandth of a cent or something like that. Uh, Peter Frampton said he, he did like a million copies of Baby I Love Your Way or a million streams of it and got like, you know, 40 grand or something or like four grand. Or, it, it was a very it was an abysmal <laughs> number. Uh, and Green right. Jello just basically said they did uh, like a million plays of of uh, you know, um, what do you call it? Uh, Three Little Pigs, and they made like forty seven dollars. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, something's wrong here. Yeah, <laughs> that needs to get fixed. And I I thought I was doing bands a favor where I would like I'll buy their music, but then I will only listen to them on the streaming services. 
Uh, yeah, that's not making any difference whatsoever, apparently. Right. But uh, speaking of streaming services, you can get the Flintwater EP literally anywhere you can stream music. Uh, and this song from the Flintwater EP is called Five Star American Night. And you'll be able to hear that this Saturday night at all WNY's 13th anniversary party at Stamps. We'll see you at the show on Saturday or Friday if you're going to that one at Mohawk Place. And we'll see you next week on the streaming service here at all WNY. Think so, Joe Show. Five Star America!